Hey everyone, it is King Kyrie coming at you from the age of the millennial, and right now I'm continuing my uh, mini-series on indoctrination. This time in honor of Juneteenth, I'm going to be talking about uh, policing in America. Um, most people don't realize that when it comes to um, Black Lives Matter and the whole movement to defund the police, they're not trying to get rid of them in its entirety. A lot of people are under the assumption that the police are here to do good. They're supposed to help maintain law and order. The fact of the matter is, that's not necessarily the case. We've been led to believe that. And for the most part, when it comes to the majority of Americans, uh, that is true. The problem with that is the majority of Americans are, from the census point of view, um, white. If you were to ask most people of color, specifically black and brown individuals, if they believe that police treat them fairly, a great majority of them would probably disagree and say, no, they don't. Um, from my personal experience, I am both Black Lives Matter and I back the blue. And that, that sounds like a contradiction. Yeah, I know. I get it. But when it comes to one or the other... It's hard to not see both sides because in all instances, everyone's human and we are a product of our society. This may sound bad, but when you're around people that do certain things that have no consequences, you're more likely to do them yourself. And if you see something that's going wrong, you're more likely to be quiet if you have a fear of being sort of outed or chastised or even bullied for speaking out. A lot of times when people become cops, I've, I've got friends who have become cops who are still cops in many different states, Indiana, Texas, Michigan, and a lot of them have told me in private, I'm not going to reveal who you are, so don't worry, that they have witnessed things that are not okay. And I know a lot of people are out there thinking, you know, hey, why don't you just quit? That's not easy, y'all, to tell someone who that's their only job, their only source of income, all they've ever known and what they wanted to do their entire lives. And people, you may say, oh, that's stupid. Why would you want to be a police officer? That's dumb, blah, 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 blah. You can't judge someone for their motivations. Okay. And, and it's not so uncommon to be held hostage within your own career. There are many people out there who are being held hostage for whatever reason. And when it, becomes, when it comes to policing and some of the people that I've talked with, some of the people I've become friends with, um, they, they, there's no, they don't know anything else. That's like asking a welder to quit welding just to become a teacher, a school teacher. And they're completely different fields. Welders, a lot of times, can work alone. So they could be introverted. Teachers have to be out there, and they've got to be social, and they've got to, you know, pull kids out of their shells. So you're asking this person to do something completely out of their element. If they're used to being a police officer, if they're used to that sort of active lifestyle, and you tell them, just quit, just walk away, that isn't fair. Now, on the flip side me being the person getting pulled over, which this has happened, um, it can be very jarring. It's Juneteenth, like I said, and it's crazy because I had 
out of nowhere a dream of myself being yanked out of the car by an angry angry police officer and I don't know tonight I was I was out drinking I had sake bombs with a friend a, a ex-coworker of mine and his friends and that 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 nag in the back of my head was telling me don't drive don't drive so I got someone to drive me home left my car at the restaurant whatever I have a natural fear of being unjustly treated by the police simply because I have been in the past unjustly treated by the police. Regardless of who I am, what I know, anything about me, when the police pull me over and they run my license plates, they see a black man driving a car. And that's how I see the situation. I know that I'm not dangerous, but for whatever reason, they have been taught to believe that people like me are more dangerous. And it's not just police. If we're being honest here, American culture has made the black man out to be a sort of boogeyman, a sort of force. If you watch a movie or a show, we're going to be the either the, the huge like drug dealing threat or the really tough son of a bitch you don't want to fuck with. Either way, we're dangerous and obviously something to be avoided. You don't want a confrontation with us. And police, like everyone else, product of our society, have this instilled in them. So when I get pulled over and I see a man walk up to me with his hand already on his gun, which this has happened before, folks, and he leans over, doesn't say shit to me, but give me your license registration and walks away and then summons two other buddies of his, I can't help but be nervous. And I know that I've done nothing wrong, but why is it that he's got his hand on his gun? What makes him fearful of me? So I guess this is an indoctrination point on multiple levels. Because you have the greater society who's been taught to fear black men and you've got the police who have taught us black men to be afraid of them. And with all of the stuff that goes on in the news every single, every single month, every single day, year after year, it, it, it blows my mind to think that we are still portrayed this way. I've said this before on other podcasts. If I were in a horror movie with a predominantly white cast, do you expect me to survive? I've asked this question multiple times to multiple people of different races and ethnicities, and all of them have told me. I've never had a single person tell me, oh yeah, you'll live. They're like, no, the black guy always dies. Why is that? Because that's, that's just how it works. That is indoctrination, you guys. To be taught that in a scary movie, if a black man is present, he is going to die. Apply that to the the, the real-world context of black people as criminals, more specifically black men, and now more and more brown men. Because you oftentimes have Latino people playing cartel mob bosses and things like that. Where are all the scientists? Where are all the doctors? 
they're being played by white people or Asian people. You have a lot of times where we are seen as the dangerous aggressors. And with that being instilled in us over time, you may be thinking, oh, that's not real, it's fiction. But why is it that it's unanimous that every person that I've asked about being a black person in a horror movie, oh, yeah, you're going to die. If that's something that's been instilled in you over time, this whole idea of us being dangerous, even if it's just in film or television, will eventually get to you. And it'll change how you see me. When it comes to police, we've been indoctrinated to believe that they are the good guys. And when I say we, I mean white America. That's not the case. We see police in a totally different light because they have been taught that we are the enemy. I've gotten to many fights on Twitter. And it it's about the fact that we as black people are often guilty of committing crimes, yes, but at no higher rate than white people, yet we are deemed as the criminals and the thugs. In my real life, I have been told stories by white people who have been caught by the cops committing crimes and the cops have let them go, whether it's going 35, 40 miles above the speed limit, whether it's dealing drugs or doing drugs where cops saw them doing so and let them go. I worked at Applebee's where a group of white teenagers dined and dashed. The cops saw them, caught them, and made them come back. Didn't call their parents, didn't do anything, just made them pay their bill and let them go. I'm not saying for sure that if it had been a group of black teenagers that more would have happened, but I don't believe in my bones that that's the end result, that they would have just let them go, that there would have been no consequences other than them having to pay their bill. It's hard to think that we as a society are so divided on policing that you have people outright crying to actively defund and or abolish the police. And when people hear the word abolish the police, they don't understand what that means. They're like, get rid of it. And, and yes, in a way, they are saying get rid of it, but they're talking about the current system of policing, not enforcement of laws in general. And therein lie the difference. True, could the protesters be a little bit more clearer on their message? From a PR standpoint, absolutely. But if you were to sit down and talk with them and then say abolish the police, they're talking about the system as a whole because it is fundamentally broken. You have inherent bias that has weaseled its way into our system. And that's why you have, when it comes to policing, police officers are predominantly white men. The number of women is low. The number of minorities is low. And when you have a microcosm of opinions based off of a minority group forced on these people, it's going to create issues when those people cannot relate to the people they're supposed to be policing. And it doesn't help that we have a society that perpetuates stereotypes that lead these individuals who are supposed to be our protectors end up becoming our murderers. We, I don't understand, and, and I, I feel like I, I'm ending every sort of indoctrination segment like this. How we have gotten this far, one, 
and two, how we have let it continue. How have we let this perpetuate? If we as a society see this, why have we not done something about it? Currently, right now, you have several lawmakers, if you weren't aware, let me tell you now, that are trying to get rid of critical race theory. Critical race theory is about implicit bias within a society based off of racial stereotypes. That is, I guess, one definition. That's not the scholarly definition, but that's the definition as I understand it. They want to get rid of the the fact that we want to teach that we as a society perpetuate these, these stereotypes to sort of show certain ethnic and racial groups as being a certain way. The white savior, for instance. History has been whitewashed in America. If you didn't know before, you know now. We have done so much as a nation, and when I say we, I mean white people, have done so much in this nation to sort of erase their sins and, and put their hands up saying, not our fault. Deal with it. It's something that you've done to yourselves. And if we're being honest and objective, that is simply not true. The Tulsa massacres should be indication of that. The fact that Texas is a state within our country should be a fact about that. Like, if you don't know the history of Texas, I grew up there. We have an entire year regarding Texas history, and we're taught to believe that we fairly won our independence when, in fact, Mexico invited us in, and we decided, uh, when I say we, I mean America, decided to spit all over their customs, all over their requests, and take that land from them. That is the truth. But in America, in Texas, that's not what we're taught. We're taught that Santa Ana, who history from both sides would say that he was kind of a dick, um, was the bad guy. When in fact, he was just fighting for the honor of his country. We were stealing his land. And that's the truth. We were invited here with a condition that we wouldn't have slaves. And we said, fuck that. We're going to bring slaves anyway. They told us to leave and we said no. And so the United States said, just steal it. That's, that's, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. But in, in Texas history, we had the right to have slaves, even though we promised them we wouldn't. I'm getting off the beaten path. We're going, I'm going too far down the rabbit hole. Let's get back to policing. The fact of the matter is people will have this argument that black people commit more crimes, the people of color commit more crimes. And I've I've brought this up before. I've had guests on before and I've asked them, you know, do they believe that's true? If you were to look up statistically speaking, you have a lot of crime being committed by racial minorities at a very um, skewed disparity. And when I say skewed, I mean it's skewed because in order for a crime to be committed, that crime first must be reported. If you have more people who are white reporting people of color at a four or five time higher rate, of course they're going to get caught more often. And of course it's going to skew the data. I have had a lot of people tell me, oh, they've, they've committed a crime and they have been caught, but no one bothered to call the cops. And I asked them because they were white if the person who caught them was white? And for the most part, the answer was yes. Some instances, no, it wasn't a white person that caught them, but they still didn't say anything. 
I would never personally call the cops if I saw him committing a crime for two reasons. One, I don't give a fuck if it's not my stuff. That's just a fact. That's just a fact. If it's not my stuff, I'm not getting involved because two, if I get involved, they're going to be looking at me in such a way that I may become a victim. If I call the cops, me being who I am could become a victim of a air quote misunderstanding. I'm not going to take that chance. If I'm not the direct victim, I'm not going to bother. Now, that's different if I witness a car accident. Of course, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to cooperate in that instance. But if someone's committing a petty crime, like I see someone stealing from somebody else, I'm not going to call the cops. Your stuff is probably insured. If it's not, oh well. It's physical. It's going to break down. It's going to get lost. It's going to break. It's whatever. It's replaceable is my point. My life is not. I, there, there are no one-ups in this world. And I'm not going to put myself on the line to protect someone else's shit. If I see someone getting murdered, if I see someone getting their ass beat, of course, there's that fine line. But at the same time, I'm going to be very specific. Because I, if I had, I've had to do this before. I called the cops one time. Because there was a domestic dispute that I was involved in. And I said, I need you guys to get here. The dispatcher said, I need you to get away from the fight. I need you to get away because I can barely hear you. I need your information. I gave them the information they needed. They sent the cops. And they were grilling me as if I were the criminal. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I'm the one who called you. And they were like, oh, we're just trying to understand everything. What do you mean trying to understand everything? I need you guys to stop questioning me and get down to the task at hand. There was a domestic dispute involving these two individuals. Go talk to them. I literally had three cops grilling me about that. So what does that teach me? It teaches me not to trust dialing 911. And when people who are not of color ask why people of color mistrust the cops, it's because of shit like that. I'm not sure if I told the story before, but I'm going to tell it now. I don't know why, but some cop decided he was going to turn around and he was going to pull me over. I was at a red light. I The, the light turns green and right after I pass it, he puts on his flashers, he puts on his lights and to put, gets on the horn saying, pull over. I pull over. He's a complete dick to me. Tells me that I was going 15 miles over the speed limit. And I asked him, sir, how is that possible? First off, if you were going the other direction and you turned around and I was at a stoplight. He was like, don't argue with me. And I was like, I'm just trying to understand. He was like, don't worry about it. And he walks away. Comes back with a $250 ticket and says... Here you go. And I was like, well, can I have your name and badge number? And he was like, oh, it's on the ticket. And he walks away. That is how I get treated by cops. And I talked to the judge who completely dismissed the ticket. He was like, uh, I will go ahead and, and just, you know, since you are a college student, because I was in college at the time, and go ahead and just wipe this clean. Just make sure you, you watch your speed. He knew, based off what I was saying and what I was describing, that it was bullshit. Like, you can't drive 
oncoming traffic engage someone's speed, especially when they're slowing down for a stoplight. Why did he choose to pull me over out of all the cars that he could have possibly pulled over? I have no idea, but he did. Black people and people of color have been indoctrinated to believe that police are out to get them. From my experience, that has been, has been proven multiple times. I have been un- unjustly treated by cops, and very rarely have I been treated with respect. I'm supposed to be subservient to their will. And when I've talked to my uh, friends, who I mentioned before, but I won't mention your name, so relax, that I have been treated this way, they say, well, and they give me this, all of them separately have given me the same sort of statement. Well, yeah, there are some, you know, cops that are just in it for the thrill. What the fuck does that even mean, y'all? In for the thrill. That's a scary thing to say. And did they all say that verbatim? No, they've said some cops just like being bullies. Some cops just like power. But however you see it, it's bad. But we as a society have been taught that cops are good. All the cop shows that we watch, the cops save the day. They're the good guys. They never go after anyone unjustly. I know that not to be true. That's fantasy. It's Hollywood. It's not real. We have a really severe problem with the way that policing exists in America, and it needs to be addressed yesterday. This is the first uh, recognized Juneteenth. I appreciate, you know, the government doing this, but I had a friend who was white telling me there are so many cops out right now. And people, you might be saying, oh, well, it's a holiday, blah, blah, blah. The cops are always out. Last Juneteenth, when it was an unofficial holiday that most black people celebrated, cops weren't out. Why is it now that it's considered a holiday? They're sending the cops out in droves. And I live in a predominantly mixed neighborhood, but right down the street, you have neighborhoods that are black, like, you, you'll find a white person here or there. You won't find any Hispanic people. They're just black. And if I were to go riding down with my bike, which I'm not going to, I'm not stupid. If I were to go with, riding down with my bike, I can guarantee you I can spot, if I were to uh, just cycle a mile one way, four or five different police cars, either parked or moving, looking for someone to pull over, looking for someone committing a quote-unquote crime. So that they can get out and talk to them. People have said, why do black people, more specifically black men, resist arrest? (sighs) How would you like to be harassed 24-7 just for looking a certain way? I've said this before on my podcasts, but I... Went to the gym, was sweaty, wearing a wife beater, quote unquote. It's an A shirt, it's an undershirt, it's a muscle shirt, whatever you want to call it. And I went to a mall because my friend was there and he had something I left over at his house. I think it was like my toothbrush case or something I left over at his house. And 
I was walking through the mall looking for him because he was works at Banana Republic, and these two ladies scream at the top of their lungs, and I turn, I look at them, and they're clutching their purse, looking at me as if I were the devil. And I'd be lying to you if I if I said that that didn't hurt my feelings. When I looked at them, I was so shocked that I turned away and I kept walking. And when I went to go meet my friend, I got my stuff. I didn't have any sort of emotion on my face, but I got into my car and I sort of just stopped and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I remember this to this day and I was 19. That was 10 years ago. I remember it clear as day. They thought that I was in that mall looking to snatch purses. Like they screamed. Granted, they were older, but they screamed and had the entire fucking store turn and looked at me as if I were some sort of criminal. In that instance, someone believing that I probably tried to snatch a purse could have called the cops and I could have been shot because someone thought that I looked like a criminal. When I was in high school, uh, one of my ways of sort of relaxing and sort of de-stressing was to go to the park and swing. The park that I uh, went to was in my subdivision. It was lit up. There were no um, requirements for when the park closed. There, there was literally no sign. Um, and so I got on the swing and I would just swing back and forth. One day, I saw someone in their house just staring at me like they literally turned on their light and they would just watch me swing on the swing i'm i'm gonna be honest it was a white person a white man and i would just swing back and forth and he would just stare at me so i stopped i slowed down i got off i turned around faced the other direction and i kept going Well, after I had done that, about 20 or so minutes later, a cop pulls up and I stop, stop, I slow down, I get off and I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. He puts on his lights and I'm like, the fuck? I'm like 15 years old, y'all. I literally live down the street. I walk to that park all the time. My mother was part of the homeowners association. He was like, do you live here? Yes, I live right over here. I can take you to my house if you'd like. Do you have any ID? He was like, I'm 15 years old. Now, I if you were to see me at 15 years old, you couldn't you would tell that I was a child. You could tell. There are people nowadays that guess that I'm like 22, 23 years old. And I'm like, no, I'm 29. They're like, oh, really? I'm not trying to say that to toot my own horn or to say that I look youthful. I look like a fucking kid. So when he asked me that, I I was so confused. I'm like, no, I don't have an ID. At 15 years old, you you don't really have one. I didn't even have my permit yet because I hadn't even started driving. And so he was questioning me and questioning me. And I turned and I looked. And that guy who was watching me swing was still watching the entire time. I'm not sure what he was hoping would come of that, but, and and I can't prove, honestly, 
that that he was the one who called the cops. But this was when the lights were uh, when it, the sun was down, the lights were on. It was later at night. He was the only one who saw me. Why would he call the cops, especially if all I was doing was swinging? And that's all I ever did. We have got to do better in America. We've got to stop using police as weapons against people of color. We've got to stop thinking that policing is fair. Stop believing that fable. It's a fantasy. It isn't real. And stop believing that cops are more than just human. Because they're all capable of making mistakes. And they're all capable of being wrong. Let me tell you the difference between a mistake and a bad decision. A mistake is putting a lasagna in the oven and setting the oven to 525 degrees accidentally thinking that you set it to 325. A bad decision is knowing that you only have 25 minutes until your husband or wife comes home and they're expecting dinner and trying to cook the lasagna real fast and setting it intentionally at 525. Do you understand the difference? We did not make a mistake in the way we set up our policing system. It's not a mistake. It was a bad decision. And we continuously make bad decisions by indoctrinating people into these fallacies that policing is fair, that policing is just, because it's not. Are some criminals black? Yes. But not all black people are criminals. And on the other hand, Are some cops bad? Yes. But not all bad people are cops. Some cops are good people. We've got to get out of this them versus us, and we've got to start taking a hard look at the root of the problem. I am firmly in favor of defunding the police and reallocating those resources, those financial resources that we all as Americans pay to help better train those who I believe should be more qualified. There should be a much stronger vetting process as to who can become a police officer. And I don't believe that there should be that many police officers patrolling the streets. And when people hear me say that, they're like, what do you mean? And I ask them, do you ever see police, or I'm sorry, you ever see fire engines rolling around the streets looking for fires? Do you ever see ambulances driving around looking for hurt people to pick up? They have to be called to solve a problem. They don't go looking for trouble. And therein lie the difference. Patrolmen have the the ability to record instances of unrest and they should be able to call someone in that instance if it's a traffic violation such as speeding speeding should not be a death sentence everyone does it and if you say you don't you're full of shit i have literally been behind a cop who was speeding real fast no lights on just driving as fast as he could I know y'all have seen those YouTube videos. There one specifically of a state trooper who drew his gun on a police officer because he refused to abide by the law. 
There was another instance of where this lady was like, this cop is going way too fast. And she had her camera on and was recording the entire time. And finally pulled up to the cop and, and flagged him down. And he's like, is there a problem, man? She's like, yeah, you're speeding. And the cop was so fucking pissed. He was breaking the law, the law that he's supposed to be upholding. Yet he was mad at her because she called him out for it. Anyway, this is King Kyrie, y'all, signing off. I know that some of this stuff that y'all don't agree with and y'all won't ever agree with, but you know what? You don't have to agree. These are just my words. This is my podcast, and I bid you a good night. Peace out for now. Mwah.